to Investors Insights, where today's topic is recession or recovery, question mark. A lot to cover today, so let's jump right in. So before I talk about the market rally last week, Trey, talk about the GDP report that we got last week. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bobby. So, you know, on last Monday's vlog, we talked about how it was a big week. We had the Federal Reserve, we had GDP, and and the data in the markets definitely didn't disappoint. The Fed raised rates by 75 basis points, putting the current Fed target rate at 2.5%. That was in line with pretty much all of Wall Street's expectations. The Fed has done a really good job recently of, of establishing expectations of what they're going to do. Uh, and so the big, uh, the big question, though, now is what they're going to do next. The next meeting is at the end of September. So we have a very long uh, dead period for the Fed. So Jerome Powell's statements were actually more impactful than their actual actions. And his statements were pretty cautious uh, in terms of being too aggressive, which the market really liked. Uh, and then he also mentioned that the uh, this now his decision came out on Wednesday, uh, and then we got the GDP on Thursday. Now Jerome Powell mentioned on Wednesday prior to that report that he didn't see the U.S. in a recession. Then on Thursday we saw the GDP come out negative, uh, below expectations. Uh, GDP fell about 0.9 percent. Now this is the first estimate for the second quarter, so that could be revised higher, uh, but that still puts us at a two back-to-back quarters of negative growth. Uh, not too terribly, extremely negative. Uh, we did see the consumer stay strong, which is good. Consumer actually grew at 0.7 points. And as we've been talking uh, through inflation data, we saw that uh, the trade was actually a positive of 1.4%. So that means our imports versus exports, we're exporting more than we're importing, which is great because we're exporting higher prices and importing lower prices. And so that's helping, that should be helpful for our inflation. So on the GDP data was negative across the board. The economy is weakening. We saw CapEx flat. We saw housing fall uh, and, and the Fed did tighten. We did see uh, interest rate response by long rates coming down considerably, which is negative for future growth, but is taken as a positive right now for the markets. So a big week, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we, we got a lot of questions from clients at the end of the last week. And over the week and about if the rally that we saw in the market last week means that the volatility of the market is over. So, so we did some analysis over the weekend. And after the rally last week, and as you can see in this chart, 68% of the S&P 500 stocks are above their 50-day moving average, which is great. Uh, but we're still shy of the 90% threshold we historically associate with kind of escape velocity in the early days of a new advance in the market. So what we're seeing right now is a kind of a discriminating rally and not so much as a rising tide that we would like to see for a longer term uptrend. So positive news last week, but we would like to see more to be true believers in a a longer term rally here. So Ty, uh, talk to us about money supply, hot topic that you talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just to recap the money supply, uh, M2 money growth comes out once a month now. Um, used to be weekly uh, once we had the COVID issue and, and the Fed really started to print a lot of money. Uh, they pushed it back to monthly. Um, so we, we got the report last week, uh, 5.5% growth year over year. And just for this entire year, uh, since we're at the first half of the year, 1.6% growth. This is way below uh, the normal 6% growth that we see in a normal year. And even further below the 14% we saw in the first half of 21 and the 37% that we saw in 2022. So they're printing less money. This is good news. This helps fight inflation. As you can see in this chart, uh, there's almost a perfect 13-month lag from core CPI, which is 
uh, inflation-related data, excluding energy and food costs, which are a little more variable, and, uh, and, and money supply growth. So, so we saw money supply really, really ramp up in 2021, 2020, uh, and then 13 months later, we, we're seeing CPI. We, we're feeling that now. So now that we're coming down, that, that's a good sign that maybe uh, you know, back half of this year, next year, we should see uh, a meaningful decline in inflation uh, if these continue in the same pattern. And then, Adam, we saw a, a nice rally, like I mentioned earlier, a nice rally last week in the market. Give us an update on the technicals uh, and where we stand after last week. Yeah, so you discussed that rally, Bobby, with Friday's close for the S&P coming in at 4,130. Give us a new resistance level of 4,160, the new support level of 4,100. Also, we talked a little bit last week about the 50-day moving average becoming stagnant. On Thursday of last week, that actually flipped to the upside, the positive side. And it's the first time we've seen that happen since April 19th of this year. We're going to continue to see if this momentum is going to build through these next couple of weeks. It's going to be really important to kind of hone in on that number. Yeah, so again, uh, a lot of negative news in the headlines, but you know, underneath uh, all the headlines there, there's some positive things going on. Inflation's coming down. Uh, the market had a good, uh, good rally last week. Hopefully, you know, longer term, uh, that will start something uh, on the positive side. So lots to digest, lots to analyze. If you have any questions about what's going on, as always, call us, email us, come see us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. Thanks. Mm-hmm.